What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 60, and I've been a little bit quiet on my podcast. Honestly, I've just been super grateful to be very, very productive and very, very busy in my life, and my podcast has taken a little backseat burner. Um, And then today, I was like, you know what, Cheryl? You're feeling fired up. Time to start bringing that value again. So I actually recorded this podcast not only on one platform, but also in my Facebook uh, group for people to also be able to watch live in case they had questions or in case they just wanted something fun to do on their Sunday. So uh, this is going to be actually coming directly from that live feed. So you're going to hear it almost sounds like I'm talking to a Facebook group because I actually am. So, uh, but I'm really hoping that today's podcast will fire you guys up to get out of your comfort zone and start to walk into the stuff that you're not really quite sure about because the things that we're uncertain about are likely the things that we need to be spending more time working with or working through. So without further ado, let's slide right in. Guys, it's Sunday. It is the weekend kind of closing up shop on our first holiday weekend of the season. And honestly, I was going to podcast and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go live in my Facebook group and, and also put the value in here too. Cause I just, I've had a week where I have taken a little bit of downtime and unfortunately it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. Um, I had a couple of other issues come up, um, but that's life. And I honestly could have played the victim card. What was me? Yada, yada, yada. But instead I actually looked at it like an opportunity that I actually had some extra time to be able to take care of those things. And um, as the tail end of the week kind of, you know, has come to an end or whatever the week has come to an end, Um, I guess I'm finally feeling like I actually got the rest that I was looking for. Uh, The last couple of nights, I've slept almost 10 hours, uh, which tells me that my body is is really needing it. And so uh, I'm going to take one more day today to just kind of lay low a little bit. I'm I'm getting myself set up for the week. Obviously, as you guys can see, I already did my meal prep, um, already did a little bit of house cleaning and going to do a little bit of stuff, just getting my schedule ready for the week. Um, but wanted to podcast a little bit and wanted to share that with you guys. Cause I also, uh, when I'm in my downtime, I tend to absorb a lot of content myself. I like to always be, you know, filling my ears with things that are going to either help me or help me help you guys more or help you guys more. And I just felt so fired up this morning, listening to things and thinking about everything going into this holiday season that I wanted to come in here. So first and foremost, if you're on uh, the Facebook and you're listening in live, you're obviously probably going to hear me ranting a little bit. Um, I'm also going to be recording this for my podcast. So if I also just kind of am not paying attention to my comments, that's why. Um, but I am going to be reading them at the end of all of this. Uh, so kind of wanted to, I don't know, just kind of connect with you guys a little bit. I know there's some new faces in here and hopefully I'm going to be able to help you guys out uh, by getting you guys a little bit more motivated to get into your week. So uh, today's episode um, and honestly topic here for while you guys are in here listening is a couple of different things. So if you're listening in live on the Facebook group, awesome. If you're listening in on the podcast, also awesome. Um, and we are, like I said, just closing up shop on the first weekend of the holiday season. So the first thing I want to kind of talk about is, you know, just this whole holiday mentality. You know, if you're, if you're in the Facebook group, uh, you know, I'm doing a little bit of a six week metabolic reset, which is awesome. I think it's going to be great for people to have something to focus on this holiday season to keep them motivated. But in reality, I think that what I didn't want it to be and, and why I'm, I'm kind of still kind of keeping it more focused on metabolic reset versus like, let's navigate the holidays is because I honestly think that for a lot of people spending so much time and energy trying to figure out how to navigate the holidays ends up becoming more of a stressor 
what I really want people to understand is that we should all be able to enjoy our holidays and still work towards our goals. And so that should mean it should take up very little of our time and energy. So me constantly beating the dead horse of like how to come overcome overindulgence and, and what you should be doing the day after overeating and, and like how to navigate social parties. I want to give you guys that stuff, but I honestly think that the more we focus on it, you know, the less effective I'm going to be as a coach to you guys, because then we're putting so much emphasis on something that does, doesn't really fucking matter. You know, at the end of the day, Thanksgiving was three days ago. You should be, by all means, if you're still celebrating some holiday food, great. Uh, but we should be honestly looking at like, okay, it's Sunday. What do we normally do on Sundays? We get ready for the week, which is why I posted in the group. You should be you know, prepping, doing whatever you have to do to get yourself set up, um, taking care of your kids, doing the laundry, all that kinds of stuff. And obviously just resetting and maybe watching some football. If that's what you do on Sundays. Um, so I think that the main thing that I want to start with tonight is, or today is just overcoming this focus on holidays and how to navigate the holidays and all of that kinds of stuff. Guys live your life. And every, every day is a new day. And every day is an opportunity for you guys to make it the best day ever. And how are you doing that? How are your actions today setting yourself up for a better day tomorrow? How, how are you leaving at each day? Are you leaving each day feeling successful in your journey, in your goals and what you're looking to achieve? Because that's really what every day should be about, whether it's Christmas time or if it's summertime or if it's the fall or if it's the spring and you're celebrating, whatever it is you're celebrating, every day should be about being intentional in your actions. So let's kind of just breeze over the fact that Thanksgiving was three days ago and go into like what you're doing today to set yourself up for success going forward. Now, with that being said, as I mentioned, the main reason for me doing the metabolic reset was because I wanted people to also have something different to focus on besides just how is what I'm eating equating into a lower number on the scale? Because I think that we often can get very transactional in every day of like, I'm doing all this hard work. I'm, you know, tracking all of my food. I'm weighing everything out. I'm avoiding all these things. And I'm not seeing the changes on the scale. Like those two things tend to go hand in hand for a lot of our clients. And I think that giving people something different to focus on is also going to help keep you guys a little bit more engaged with your habits, which I know, and all of our coaches know, that's what you guys need to see long-term sustainable success is the habits you're starting now, the food changes you're making now are the things that you're going to be using six months down the road, 12 months down the road, two years down the road, five years down the road, if you want to maintain the results that you've created. Now, obviously there's going to be some level of flexibility with that, right? I don't think that you guys should ever feel like you have to track your food for the rest of your life. Tracking is a tool. I don't think that you have to be eating 1200 calories a day for the rest of your life. If that's what you're eating. In fact, we shouldn't be eating 1200 calories a day, right? We should be eating more than that. We should be fueling our lifestyle, but I want you guys to understand that all of those things are tools that you have. And then it's not something that you should have to be restricted to for the rest of your life. It is creating structure and giving you guys a system to work with, to achieve a goal. And then when you're in maintenance mode, you can be a little bit more flexible. For instance, even like myself, last week I took a down week. I wasn't really doing as much training per se for the goal of weight or um, for the goal of uh, training for CrossFit games. I was doing more training just for the, uh, for the mere sake of like, I enjoy it. I wanted to take a little bit of a deload week. I didn't want to do anything that really put a lot of pressure on me. And, and that's okay. I wasn't with the goal in mind of how is this training leading me to the CrossFit games? In fact, not training was getting get me closer to that. So, um, so what I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about is that metabolic reset. So what we're trying to do with this is give you guys the opportunity to look at the, the goal of eating more as a part of the plan, 
not a deterrent from the plan or a deviation from the plan, right? So um, there's a lot of people in my in my circle where I've had to give them refeed days and higher calorie days. And they're like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. How is this going to help me? Well, mentally, it, it can help you with like, you're not restricted by how much you can eat. So you have a little bit more flexibility in your diet to afford more things. And if you're given the allowance for that, suddenly those foods that you've been avoiding don't seem so tasty anymore. They're not as they're not as satiating as they used to be, or you don't look forward to them as much because you have the allowance for them. Whereas if you're in a very restrictive dieting protocol, you're going to feel like those things are really, really, really like exciting to you. And at the end of the day, food really shouldn't be that exciting, but this time of year, there are going to be more opportunities for some exciting foods. And we want you guys to have, you know, the hall pass call it to be able to say, Hey, it's okay to eat a little bit more today. So the metabolic reset is really more about you guys maybe taking a break somewhat in this how is what I'm doing leading to lower weight on the scale into, all right, I'm going to set myself up for, for, for success to a lower weight on the scale by giving myself a little bit of a mental break and a, and a refeed from this chronic dieting behaviors that I've been living in for the rest of my life or, you know, for whatever. Um, so that was the, the, the main pieces that I needed. I know I needed to get across to you guys in my Facebook group. But more so to talk about what this podcast episode is going to be about. And, and what I really want you guys to be fired up for is, is this concept of the comfort zone. So if you're tuning in live here on my Facebook group, or you're listening in on the podcast later on today, we're going to be talking about the comfort zone. And I already made an Instagram post about this today, because I think that it is something that we all need to be okay, be comfortable recognizing and being aware that is probably the one thing that is holding us all back from reaching our results or our goals, myself included in that. We all tend to go back to what we know because that is what we've been conditioned to do for so long over years and years and years of having these things that allow us to feel less stressed, to feel more in control, to feel less pressured, all of those things. But I'm going to be honest, the comfort zone is stealing you, myself, and a lot of people from ever making the progress that they really want to see in their life. So, and at the end of the day, the reason I'm saying that is because the comfort zone that we live in for the moment takes us from the comfort zone that we really want to achieve forever. For instance, let's just say right now, you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you're getting dressed and you're like, God, I just wish this was different, you know, or maybe you don't even look in the mirror because you're just so disgusted in yourself, which I'm going to be honest, I've been there before. Um, and there's days today where I still have very low self-esteem and I look in the mirror and I'm like, I hate what I see. Um, but maybe that is you and you look and you're like, God, I, I really wish this was different. And the comfort zone, or that's uncomfortable to you. But the comfort zone that you're living in of maybe avoiding waking up early to get the gym routine in, maybe avoiding dialing in your nutrition and working with a nutrition coach is going to help give you the right tools. The comfort zone of like trying to do it on your own versus outsourcing things because that accountability is uncomfortable. You live in this comfort zone that you're in, which makes you really uncomfortable with what you see in the mirror. So your instant comfort of hey, all this stuff feels really good right now. I'm not stressed out. It's making you really uncomfortable with who you're becoming. You don't want to look in the mirror. You don't want people to see you without your shirt on. You don't like how you feel. You, you have no energy. Your, your, your goal of creating comfort in your life is making you so uncomfortable 
with who you are. And that's an honestly really hard thing to face because it really comes down to you being able to say one day, this comfort zone I'm living in is not fucking serving me anymore. I can stay in this comfort zone, but I'm going to continue to make myself more and more uncomfortable with who I am, or I'm going to keep avoiding facing that. People that don't like to take photos because they don't want to see themselves. I struggle with this. Maybe you guys look at me and you think, oh, Cheryl, she's got her shit together. She's got, you know, she's got abs and she's got an amazing athletic career and she's a great nutrition coach. I'm being fully transparent with you guys right now that there are days that I wake up in the morning and I don't even want to look in the mirror. I'm being hundred percent honest and it has nothing to do with my body. It has everything to do with like, I'm tired a lot of times. And I'm like, oh, like the energy it takes to put on makeup. Like, I don't want to put the effort in. That's super vulnerable for me, for me to share with you guys. I actually do have a little bit of makeup on right now, but it's, it's really uncomfortable to face that. So I would avoid looking in the mirror I mean, I would just wash my face and brush my teeth and go out the door and not face the reality of like, Cheryl, take five minutes to put on a little bit of makeup, a little bit of mascara. Cause I don't, I will never be the girl that puts on like five layers of makeup, but just to make myself feel better about how I look do your hair, you know, whatever it might be that makes me feel good that day. Surely, is it uncomfortable for me to actually do those things? Yeah, because there's things I'd rather be doing, like getting out the gym, getting out the door a little bit faster because I like to work and I'm literally from sunup to sundown, always go, 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 go. And I don't want to take the time to do that because it doesn't feel like it's important, but it is important. If I feel like shit about how I look, how am I going to be showing up for myself and for everybody else in this world? And that's super vulnerable for me to share with you guys right now. But I share that because I know that there are people that are listening to this right now, whether it's on Facebook or on my podcast that are saying, yeah, I hate getting up and putting clothes on. I dread taking my clothes out of the fucking dryer because I'm afraid that they're going to be too tight. I used to do that too. I would avoid putting my clothes in the dryer because I knew that they would shrink a little bit. At one point in my life, that was me. I didn't want to outgrow my jeans. So I kept wearing them a couple of times so they would stretch a little bit. I, I get it. I get it more than you guys know. And I know it's really hard. But the only way we're ever going to get comfortable with being uncomfortable is to force ourselves to do it. So as I'm going into this comfort zone talk, I'm going to start with breaking down the five biggest limiting beliefs that are keeping people from ever achieving their goals. And I'm gonna target this towards those of you guys that are like, yeah, I really know I need to lose this five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 50 pounds, hundred pounds. I know I've gotta make a change to change my body because I'm unhealthy or I'm unhappy. You're either unhealthy or you're unhappy. It's one of those two things. And it could be a combination of the, th of the two, okay? Number one limiting belief, and this goes into the comfort zone. They're looking for the perfect time, okay? They think that there's going to be the right time to start something. They think that there's going to be the perfect opportunity that somehow that the walls of the world are going to split and open up this beautiful, clear place for you to just be focused solely on this one goal of I'm going to chug ahead at weight loss and that life is just going to slow down. Surely you can live that way if you want to. Let me tell you what it looks like. 
Because I was there at one point in my life. I was 20 years old. I hated who I was. I was being abused. My grandmother was sick. I felt like my whole life was falling apart. I was watching my college degree go down the go down the drain because I was partying too much. So what did I do? I couldn't control any of that shit. So I consumed my life with weight loss. I consumed my life with how small I could get. And every day, my sole purpose for living was dieting and exercising. All day, every single day. I didn't have friends. I didn't talk to my family. I cooked for them because I fed myself through feeding them. I consumed myself with food and exercise. And that was it. I couldn't work. I couldn't concentrate on school. I couldn't do any of those things. But guess what? I lost a lot of fucking weight. Went from 170 pounds all the way down to about 80 pounds. And I still wasn't happy with myself. So you're waiting for the perfect time to start? Go ahead. Tell me an opportunity that you're going to have in your life to tell your kids you don't want to deal with them, to tell your job you don't got time to go to work because you got to be able to meal prep, you got to be able to cook and you don't want to meal prep. You know, tell, tell everybody in your life that right now everything's on hold because you're focusing on this sole goal of I want to lose weight. I want to get leaner. What kind of life is that for you to live? It sucks. It's lonely. It's dark. It's depressing. But it might give you purpose. Because for a per- for a purpose for a point in my life, it did give me purpose. Because I was empty. I was a shell of a person. Once again, a little bit vulnerable today because I'm super fired up today. That's what happens when you take a little bit of a week and your mind gets a little bit clear. By the way, talk about uncomfortable things. Taking a week to say, guys, I'm going to be a little bit less available this week. I'm going to spend some time with my family. I'm going to spend some time with myself. I'm not going to be doing a lot of the things I normally do. I'm not going to be training as much. I'm not going to be moving as much. I'm not going to be checking in with all my clients as much. I'm going to take some time for myself. Talk about uncomfortable. Somebody whose sole life is revolving around helping others and being the fittest person she could be. Both of those things were quiet last week. Do you know how uncomfortable I was? Extremely uncomfortable. And my discomfort might not look the same as your discomfort. You might look at me like, that sounds like a pretty comfortable week. Surely it might be for some people, but for people that are fucking driven, it's hard. The brain don't shut off. I didn't sleep for nights. So the number one thing of these limiting beliefs is you're looking for the right time. It's never going to come. You know when the right time to start something is? The moment you look in the mirror and you say, something's got to change. If you wake up today and you said, something's got to change, today's the day. Today's the day for you to say, I'm going to make a change. Number two is people think that the transformation is going to be easy. Okay. Going into the comfort zone. You see a transformation, a before and after of somebody. How do they do that? Oh, I can do that. You, you get bought in by somebody else's success. I don't post a whole bunch of success stories. I need to, 
I know that I, I could probably be growing my business more if I did that, but I don't, that's not my success. That's your success. And every once in a while I'll, I'll ask somebody because I want you guys to feel good and know that I'm proud of your hard work and that you should be proud of your hard work, be proud of your transformation, but it's not this glamorous, this person started overweight and now they look great. It's the fucking work they put in to get there. It didn't come easy. It didn't come by saying, oh, I'm too tired to do this. I didn't sleep well, so I'm not going to show up at the gym. Because I have a client, and I'm not going to mention his name because he's super shy. NYPD cop. Kids, full-time job, often overtime job. Works out in his garage. Never makes excuses. If he has to get into the gym at three o'clock in the morning, he gets in the gym at three o'clock in the morning. Do I tell him that sleep is more important? Absolutely. But I'm never going to steal somebody's drive. You have to understand that change is not easy. It is not, e and if, it, if it's easy, it's likely wrong. It's likely not the right thing for you. Because if it's easy, there's something missing. I'm going to be honest. Very rarely will you find something that's easy that is actually going to work. So for example, it's really easy for somebody to tell you, well, just stop eating carbs. That's really easy. So you're like, oh, sure, that's easy. Okay, I can't eat carbs. What happens when your kid asks you to go out on Friday night for pizza? Sorry, honey, I can't eat pizza. And then... What do you tell your kid on Sunday night after you told him you can't eat pizza and you can't stop eating the pint of Ben and Jerry's that you had in your freezer? What habits are you teaching him or her? What relationship are you building with yourself and food? Are you going to tell your child, sorry, honey, I can't have a piece of your birthday cake because I don't eat carbs? And I'm getting super, super transparent here. And yeah, maybe a little bit of a, a slap in the face because that is the reality of what you're ingraining in your kid's life, in your own life. Calling foods bad and good. Fuck that shit. That's easy. It's easy to say that. It's hard to tell your kid, sorry, honey, I can't eat that. It's hard to watch your kid struggle with the same issues that you're struggling with. So that's going deeper into the transformation stuff because your transformation isn't only affecting you. It's affecting the others around you. So if you're looking at these pictures of these people who have transformed their bodies, their lives, all of these things, it was not easy. They had a lot of obstacles, a lot of struggles along the way. And the reason they transformed is because every time they had an obstacle, they didn't look for an excuse. They didn't let their excuse become reality. They found a solution. They leaned on somebody who had the solution. They kept going. And sometimes keeping going means they weren't progressing as much as they'd like to. But guess what? They knew that there was going to be a silver lining soon. And if they stayed consistent, it was going to break through. So that's number two. It's going to take work. It's going to take effort. And I'm going to be honest, the people that are half in and half out, 
They're good for two weeks and they're off for two weeks. Good for two weeks, off for two weeks. That constant battle, they're only making it harder. Whereas if they just committed from the beginning, they woke up that day, they weren't looking for the right time. They looked in the mirror and they said, today's the day I'm going to change. And they started doing the work 100% from there on out. That hard work gets a lot easier because before you know it, the hard work is just part of the plan. It's part of the day. So that's number two, which actually takes me to number three, half in, half out approach. The people that like, they're going to start off strong. They're going to dwindle out. They're going to do some of the work, but they're not going to do all the work. They want to do this, but not that. They're looking for all the solutions that don't have them doing all the things. You got to go all in. And all in means going all in on the right things. That means you need to know what you should be focusing your efforts on. And most people don't know. They don't know what they should be doing because they're constantly being overly saturated by whatever I'm looking for, the word I'm looking for, I can't even think right now, just overly consuming too much social media from people that don't know their ass from their foot. And they're just trying to sell the quickest solution and they're buying that stuff. Okay, so if you notice, these are all very much intertwined. You have to go all in. You have to say, I am all in on this goal. I am all in on this journey. Guys, my metabolic reset, the holidays, that is all in on your journey. That is part of your goal, you reaching your goal. That is part of the journey to achieving the best self you can be. Because if the best self you can be means you've got to say no to your family holiday, fuck that. Nobody needs that shit in their life. Sorry, I say fuck a lot. I'm just in a really good mood today. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, okay. So that was my half in, half out talks. Uh, number four, I had to read it two or three times as I said, because I wrote my notes and I, I knew what I was thinking. And I just knew that I obviously have to tie it back to what I'm trying to get to is the transformation is number two, right? The transformation is not going to be easy. But number four is thinking that it's always going to stay this difficult. Okay. So this goes, like I said, these all go kind of together. Okay. So those people that go in and they are in week one, they're like, holy shit, this is too much for me. And they pull back. They're never going to overcome that feeling, the half in half out person. It's not always going to stay this difficult. It will stay difficult a lot longer the longer you procrastinate on taking action. But if you take action faster and you take the steps necessary to get you to your goals, you're going to feel like it's a lot easier, a lot simpler. You're going to be able to manage things a lot better. If you keep half-assing things, it's like you're constantly trying to create this momentum and the momentum isn't enough to carry you through. It won't always stay this hard if you do the work, if you go all in on day one. If you keep half-assing it, it's going to keep feeling like you're slugging. Imagine you're trying to go for a run and you're stopping every two minutes. Maybe you're going for a 30-minute run. But every two minutes, you're stopping to like use the bathroom, grab water, yada, yada, yada. 
and then you have to keep pressing pause. You can extend that 30 minute run to like four hours if you really wanted to, but that's not productive. Push through. Last one, last one is thinking that they can do it alone. Now I'm gonna be honest, there are some people who can do it alone, but they're not alone. They're also the people that, the people that do it alone are the ones that are self-taught. They are going online. They are looking for resources. So even though they're doing it alone, they're not doing it alone. They're educating themselves along the way. They're becoming a scientist on their self, which is my goal for all of you guys. Our goal is to teach you guys how to be the scientist for yourself. We want you guys to understand what works for each, each and every one of you. And there is not one approach to each and every one of you. There is a different approach to each and every one of you. But if you think that I know what I got to do, I just got to do it, it's going to eventually work for you. You're fucking wrong. It's not. You're going to stay stuck. You have got to find some way to hold yourself accountable. Alone, doing this alone isn't alone. If you're doing it alone and you're tracking your food in my fitness pal, my fitness pal is your companion because now you have a level of accountability. Everybody needs a different level of accountability, but we still need, <clears throat> excuse me, accountability. Accountability is the number one thing that drives success. When you say something out loud, it's, it's an, a, a proven fact that you are more likely to achieve it. When you declare something, you are more likely to have that thing happen to you. So I'm going to recap these things. So they all go together. Number one, you're looking for the right time to start and it ain't never going to happen. Number two, you think the transformation is going to be easy because you see these beautiful pictures on social media of people smiling. They don't show you the bad days. Number three is you think you can half-ass it. And that's only a, honestly, it's a recipe for you burning out way too quickly because you're going to be like, well, this isn't getting me anywhere. You get lackluster, lackluster results. You're less likely to be compliant. Number four, you think that the hard work is always going to stay hard. It doesn't. It gets easier. But then guess what? You want a challenge. So you add harder work. That's a little bit harder part of progressing. Sorry, guys. Success, you're always going to want to do one step better. And then number five is thinking that you can do it all alone. Okay. So what does all of this have to do with the comfort zone? Okay. Because most of the reason why all these things matter and why most people can't overcome these things is because they are so comfortable with where they're at. And that that comfort of staying stuck where they're at is stopping them from the comfort of overcoming the discomfort of being who they are. So there are a couple of things that I think you guys can do to help get you guys out of the comfort zone. And it, and even if you, I would say like, obviously, yeah, hire a coach, you know, be, hold yourself accountable. That's not going to work if you're not willing to get out of the comfort zone, because I can tell you guys what to do. And unless somebody's going to do it, they're not going to be successful because they're too comfortable. Okay. 
you've got to stop giving yourself an option. That's number one. So this, what does this look like? Okay. Let's just say you're trying to make it a gym routine to go to the gym first thing in the morning, because trying to do it at night is just not working for you. You get too tied up with the kids. You get too busy. You're trying to cook dinner. You're tired. And you know that what would be best for you is just be able to wake up an hour early, get to the gym, call it a day, and then go about your day, right? You know that is going to make you way more successful. But rather than setting yourself up for success, you wake up in the morning, you don't feel great, you hit the snooze button, you say five more minutes, five more minutes turns into three more snoozes, which is 15, 20 minutes now. Before you know it, the class you're going to take is now gone and you're looking at it like, well, I don't have much time. I'm not going to work out on my own. So I'll just start again tomorrow. Okay. You're giving yourself an option versus being the person that the night before has their food ready in the refrigerator for the day. They have their shoes laid out. They have their clothes laid out. When that alarm goes off, they get up, they go to the bathroom, they start their coffee pot and they get out the door. They don't think if you give yourself an option, you are always going to create, or you're always going to choose comfort. It is just human nature, but what will happen is when you start to chase that discomfort and you start to feel the benefits of it soon, that discomfort isn't there anymore. It becomes easier. And you start to look forward to that morning workout. You start to look forward to laying your clothes out. It becomes, it, it becomes a level of like control that creates like a level of fulfill. Like you're like excited about it. You will get more excited about these things when you do them. But in the beginning, you're not going to feel good about doing them. It's the whole motivation problem. People look for motivation. Motivation doesn't come. It comes after the action. Let the actions drive the motivation. Comfort zone is also not allowing yourself those options to be available to you. Okay. So if you know that your comfort zone is specific foods, when you're stressed out, get that shit out of the house. Don't make that an option for you at the office, setting things up, which goes into my, my third step here is making a better plan. And it's kind of, they all go together, giving yourself an option taking the, you know, the fatigue out of it. Also not making those other choices around for you that are tempting, but making a plan. If you're not planning to do the work, you're not going to do the work. If you think that you telling yourself, yeah, I'm going to log my food today, but you didn't log your food for the last two weeks. Why is that day going to be different? What do you have to change to make that day better? Chances are you probably have to start your day with the intent of logging ahead of time. When you start to develop that habit, it becomes easier for you. So getting out of the comfort zone is number one, not giving yourself an option. Two, making a plan to do the work and getting it, executing it. Number three, this goes into the not alone trick, okay? having somebody hold you accountable, whether it's a coach, whether it's a workout buddy, whether it's a friend that you guys are tag teaming on with nutrition, whatever it is, maybe it's signing up for a class that you have to pay for in advance, whatever it is, 
Okay. Cause I know money drives action. People, people will work for what they pay for 100% or they're going to eventually cancel. If you want to get out of your comfort zone, because that's what we need to do, right? We need to get out of our comfort zone. You need to start taking action and taking action means making a plan to take action and preparing to take action. So hopefully this podcast episode slash Facebook live inspired you guys today on your Sunday after the Thanksgiving weekend to go get it this week, to take one step to doing something different, to waking up tomorrow morning, looking it in the mirror and saying, this has got to change today and making an action plan for that. Now, the last plug I'm going to put on here, because I am going to plug for coaching, because y'all know I want to help more people, is I put out a Black Friday special for one-on-one coaching. That offer is still good. If you did not get my email with that, you can shoot me a message um, in the Facebook group or in the, on the DM, or if you want to you know, email me or whatever. Um, number two is we have a group program. Right now, it is Mondays at 6 p.m. We are looking to expand that program. Right now it is staying Mondays at 6 p.m. We are going to be adding on two other days in the coming weeks, but we need to have more people signed up for that program in order to do that. So in order for me to show up more for you guys, I need you guys ready to show up for me. So this group program does not require me to getting on a call with you guys, does not require me to explain to you my processes of what we're gonna do. Obviously, if you've heard from this, this episode here or this Facebook live, you know how I roll. Everything is raw, uncut, unfiltered. A lot of times it's a lot of rambling, but it's authentic and I'm not going to bullshit you guys. I know that what we teach you guys and what you guys gain from us is going to work. I don't have to sell you guys on that. I have to sell you guys on your commitment to that, that you're ready to do that. And the group program is a great opportunity for you guys to see how coach Dylan, coach Michelle and coach Cheryl, myself work with you guys to get you where you want to be. The group program, full transparency, $97 a month, cheap as shit. You will never get coaching that cheap ever again. I promise. Okay. We're leaving it at that price until the new year. January 1st, the cost goes up to $147 a month. That's probably not going to change for the rest of the year. But $97 a month, now on. With that being said, you also get access to my SugarWatt account for workouts if you want that. But most of you guys, if you're in this group, probably have a training program you follow. If you don't, or if you do and you're not following it, we're also going to hold you accountable to that. But that's it, guys. That was my last plug here. Um, so if you guys want more information on the group program, you want to get signed up. Right now, it's Mondays at 6 p.m. If you want to get signed up, you can shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. I'll shoot you the link. We'll get you in the group ASAP. We'll fill out your metabolic assessment, make sure that you're set up for success, and uh, we'll get the ball rolling. I hope you guys all had an amazing holiday weekend, and I am looking forward to getting back on track with all my peeps this week. And uh, that's it, guys. Have a good day.